I played soccer with a girl named Amber when I was, like, 11. Mm-hmm. She was so good. Ooh. And I have no idea what ever happened to her, but she was, like, the best forward I've ever played She won with. the gold medal? She probably fucking did. <laughs> Honestly, she's probably... Well, if we didn't live in Missouri, she would have probably been yeah. an Olympic. If I was if I was to be Southern, I'd be Arlene, because she's my favorite on True Blood. Arlene. Arlene? Not Darlene? No, Arlene. And if you ever have to get into a Southern accent at a pinch, you say Arlene, and then you're there. Arlene. You're feeling it. Kim. That's the other one. Did Kim. you ever see that video? Kim. Kim. Who is she that? comes to me. She says, Kim, <laughs> can I get a personal cheesecake? <laughs> and I said, sure, you can, Ginger. When do you want to come pick it up? I got to show you this whole video. What is this? Kim is speaking in the third person. It's someone's mom who's like pissed. Hi. That was aggressive. <laughs> no, <did>. no. <laughs> okay. Are we recording? We are. <laughs> Very Kim. And she said, I, my car goes to the country and the city. My car goes to freaking Dallas. <laughs> Kai and I quote it all the time. He introduced me to it. You're going to have to send that to me. Kim. Insert theme song here. So, here I am. I'm right back at it again. Just like I've always said, if you're too cool for school, I ain't here to make no friends. <laughs> and I'll say, hey, 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 I'm right back at it again. Just like I've always said, if you're too cool for school, I ain't here to make no brace for impact. Whoa. Whoa. Those were lyrics from the iconic titular, right back at it again, <laughs> by a day to remember. Because we're right back at it, baby. We're back. It's been two months. You thought we forgot. You thought we might have perished. We might have passed away. We might have given up. We might have broken up as friends. Who's to say? Oh, my God. I want to know the person out there that's like, there is some Who speculated? (laughs) They... They went on hiatus because, like, they're no longer friends. We're back. If you didn't know, this is a Warped to Remember. I'm Rachel. I'm joined by Zoe. Warped Tour really took it out of us, y'all. We, our last episode was a recap of the 25th anniversary of Warped Tour. <laughs> the final tour. The final in giant air quotes. Allegedly. Well, everybody, I, the internet seems to believe. I mean, Kevin Lyman's definitely done. Yeah, yeah. He's done. He's out fishing. But we recapped Warped. It was amazing. We had a wonderful time. And then it's fall, y'all. It's back to school season. We're not in school, but we like to Thank feel like we are. Fuck, we're not in Because school. it got real busy in September. Mm. And now we're back, and we have a special treat for y'all. So if you don't know what we do here, what a weird episode to come in on. But, but welcome. Like, welcome. Yeah. But you know, it makes sense. We're back from a break. Yeah, exactly. We're two best friends. We're two pop punk lovers, too. We love pop punk. We don't, we're not lovers. <laughs> I realized that was a little vague. We both respectively. I you just had to jump in, though. Make that really clear. We both respectively love <laughs> pop punk. Hey, I'm waiting for the shippers to come out. I would love that. I want someone to write fanfic about me. Care for what you wish for, but you know, I want it. Okay. Anyway, I'm losing track here. So it's been a minute, as you can tell. We'll get back into this. We love pop punk. We love our friendship. We love men and eyeliner. And we started this pod because we love Warped Tour and we love all things pop punk. And we had a very similar but very different experience growing up. Zoe from the Midwest, myself from California. And um, there's not a lot of spaces for, like, queer female voices in our fun little community. There's more now, but, you know, we're kind of forging our own space, so that's what you missed. We do really fun episodes talking about Warped Tour history. We'll do a year. The year coming up will be the new millennium. Yes, 2000. Coming up, get ready for that. Mark your calendars. We do some fun themed episodes, such as today's. So it's been a minute. We're jumping back. We're coming in hot with a fun seasonal moment. We're doing a little spooky. We're doing a little scary. We're doing a little autumnal cuddle energy. We got it all. You, This club has everything. That was my Stefan impression. <laughs> and I we're going to just jump in. No qualms about it. Yeah. Zoe, you want to kick us off, my sweet angel? I do. I'm going to kick us off with probably the... Most iconic. Is this spooky or is this cuddle energy? I guess you'll have to tell me. Ooh. God damn it, it's good to be back. 
summer has come and passed The innocent can never last Wake me up when September ends Is this your pick? No. Oh, I was like, I'll respect it. No. I had to welcome us back with a little bit of a troll. We are recording this on September 30th. I, the, exactly. So I had to. You know what's kind of sad, though? Didn't he say the song was about his dead dad? Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. And then every year, people on Twitter are like, wake up, Billy. And he's like, guys. There's something like a family It's a metaphor. And my dad died. (laughs) That's so sad. I know. It's still great. I'm sorry. I had to troll everybody. We are recording on September 30th. So I just had to. Well, and we're going to, it's going to be May. We'll come back to that later, too. Um, all right, so here's my actual first pick. Uh, I'm starting us off on kind of the spooky end of oh. the autumn season, I guess. Oh, then I'm going to hard left turn us because I was going to go autumnal. Perfect. Okay. I have a mix. Okay. I think we both have a mix. This first one is, I'll just play it. It's Werewolf Apartments. It is. <laughs> Which I listened to on the way here. I was going to say, I'm like, I keep going to cut that in at some point. It's on my spooky season playlist. I listened to it on the way here. Spooky, scary. My favorite is Koo. Vampires Will Never Hurt You by My Chemical Romance. Oof. The boys are back. So this mm-hmm. is off of their very first album, I Brought You My Bullets, You Brought Me Your Love, uh, released in 2002. This was one of, like, the first single, I re- like, this and yeah. next, like, Skylines. Skylines and Turnstiles was, like, the first song song they did, right? Yeah. As a response to 9-11. Yeah, that, and then Vampires Will Never Hurt You, and then Head First for Halos, I think was, like, Oh, Head big. First for Halos. Yeah. It's a great first album. It's, like, very much the OG Maycomb, where it's, like, very raw, they... They recorded it in, like, somebody's basement. Yeah, it feels like a garage record for sure. But even so, I will say that in this song, it's so layered. There's so many things happening. I mean, you have Gerard's whispering, Mm -hmm. the way they then build up to the breakdown, which is so nice. And Mm -hmm. it's... um, they, you just like, you get the full, like, it's a full body experience mm-hmm. because you kind of feel like the whispers, like, kind of tinkling up your spine. And, yeah. and I think what's because, so it's, so the song itself is, is, um, part of a whole concept album, which was most of my chem's writing is concept. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very kind of high art. Like, Every album has a full theme, yes. it has a full aesthetic. There's, yeah, exactly. There's like unique sound in this album. Um, there's like the star-crossed lovers idea that comes in, mm-hmm. and so this song obviously alludes to at least like if you just looked at the lyrics and if you didn't put it in necessarily in the concept of the whole album, it's about it pretty literally vampires. Yep. Um, which is one of the reasons why I picked it for obviously like our autumnal mm-hmm. spooky season. For sure. Is that um, you know it's about if the vampires get me. Um, and if I, you know, turn into a vampire, are you going to stake me? Like, or are you going to take me out? Or mm-hmm. if I'm going to, you know, who's who's going to... And as these days watch over time, um, I'll never let them hurt you. Not tonight. So it's like, I, I'm going to keep you safe from the vampires, but also, mm-hmm. like, what if I get turned into a vampire? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of this, you know, vampire imagery. But what I, I think what they do so well is that they, they really musically also put that in there like the little bit of the whispering is that kind of like 
you know, tickle on your neck where you're like, is somebody following me? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. And it's like the shadowies in the, like the shadows in the dark where you're like, Mm -hmm. nobody's behind me. No, I'm fine. But I don't know though. And then like you get to the breakdown where it's like the vampire is there and you're just, you're fucked. Um, And so I think the way that they musically did it, the harmonies are really nice. Um, They move through the chords pretty quickly. Um, So it kind of keeps everything moving. Like it never feels like too slow. Like you always kind of, you can kind of hum along with the the melody changes. Mm -hmm. Um, This song for me, like growing up, uh, so I came to this like around 2004. So a couple years after it came out is when I first heard it. Um, and it was definitely the time in my life where I was like eighth grade, ninth grade. And we legit hung out in graveyards because mm-hmm. we thought it was like the cool thing to I do. I still do. I love hanging right. out in graveyards, dude. <laughs> it's really interesting. Like it's an interesting, I mean, never at night because first of all, right. they're closed. Also illegal. It's illegal. Yeah. So you're not supposed to be there, which like we weren't, you know, obviously we were like good Midwestern I was kids. never that rebellious myself (laughs) but we definitely like hung out in graveyards and I think there's very much like this kind of like cool like you know gothy vibe of like you know wearing your big trench coat and like big Doc Martens and like hanging out in a in a autumn graveyard with like the leaves and I don't know there's like a whole yeah very much an aesthetic so this Mm -hmm. is like very much a nod to that kind of like emo-y yeah halloween aesthetic for sure what are your thoughts on it oh my god i love this song it's i have a lot of my ken songs on my spooky list um every year i make a spooky playlist Mm -hmm. and i like to put some bops on there so it's not just the textbook halloween jams i mix (laughs) in some rock and roll um Fuck yeah. I have a different... I mean, I came to My Chem a little later. When we were planning this episode, I'm like, I'm going to (laughs) assume there's going to be a My Chem song. I'm going to assume Zoe's going to pick it because we both love My Chem so much. But I defer to Z and she picked the perfect spooky song. I always saw it more as he was. He like became a vampire in the narrative of the song and then was like, you got to kill me. But also this pretty lit lifestyle. Yeah. You got to kill me. Right. But I actually talked to my mom about this not too long ago. I think within a year or so, this song came on. And my mom was always down to clown with my chem. I got into them later, um, more Black Parade era. And my mom loves the Black Parade album. It's super operatic. Queen is arguably her favorite band of all time. And like, honestly, my chem, very goth, Gerard Way's voice, not at all similar. But the vibe and the like operatic style and the full narratives and the instrumentation is so impressive and they were one of the pop punk bands that my mom if not the i think they're like the pop punk band my mom loved the most and that was the only concert she actively considered going to with me (laughs) it was like (laughs) yo they're really great um so i was actually talking to her about this song semi-recently and i was like to this day this song like taps into something instinctual within me of like i've always been low-key obsessed with death i've always been a goth kind of kid and there's no one song I can think of where I just want to live in the world of that song more than like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> to this day, I get fully geeked as an adult. Like, dude, that'd be so fucking cool. Like, my two favorite lines in the song are, we're shooting back holy water like cheap whiskey and we're hanging out with corpses and driving in this hearse. Because <laughs> when I was a youth, all I wanted was a hearse to drive around. Oh my God. I thought that would be the coolest. I was really into Emily the Strange. I have the same uh, birthday as Gerard Way. I was that bitch, a thousand percent. Love Jack Skellington. So... It's just so fun. And it's like you said, like, they just really set a scene. You don't really have to know anything about anything. You just listen to the song and you know exactly. Yeah. Everyone has a similar, everyone has a unique experience with it, I'm sure, and, like, unique memories to it. But everyone kind of has the same general picture. The same general aesthetic mental image. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. And the song, like you said, slaps. Like, it's impressive musically as well, especially for a first album, especially for a garage album. Yeah. I would also argue that, my Chemical Romance, they're the number one band who had the the biggest transition from one album to the next. Yes. From the first album to the sophomore album because it's a totally different sound. It's way cleaner. It's studio. Mm-hmm. It's different, but it's the same, but it's not. Yeah. And I would argue that all of their albums kind of elevate and shift and you can tell what songs belong to what album. Yeah. They just kind of go together. Yes. And it's great and I love them and that's it. I will stop talking. Thank you. God bless.
Rach, what's your first pick? <laughs> so I'm gonna go autumnal first. Perfect. I have two spooky ish picks. Um, we're gonna maybe cry. Oh. So this is one of my favorite bands, and they haven't really come up on the pod because they're kind of peripheral. They're definitely more of an alternative band than a, a pop punk, but I saw them and met them the same day that I saw the All-American Rejects, so I'm like, you know, they go. They work. They work. Um, but I really love this song, and it's sad, but it's spooky. It's five minutes long. Okay. Sorry. The other day when we were walking by the graveyard near the house, you asked me if I thought we would ever die. This is The Graveyard Near the House by the Airborne Toxic Event. And like I said, they're more alternative than pop punk leaning, but they did tour and they did a couple shows with kind of pop punk peripheral bands. I first, I have a long and beautiful relationship with this band. Um, you might know their big single from 2009. It's called Sometime Around Midnight. Um, that was a big hit in 2009-ish. And that was when I was starting high school. And they were on the radio. And they were really big in the Bay. They're from Los Feliz. But they were big in the Bay as well. Isn't this insane for a first single from a band? Yeah, it's... The music, the instrumentation is amazing. And every song is this fully fleshed out. It's just full. That's how I would describe all of their songs. Yeah. Um, they're, I think, a five-person band. Maybe a wow. six-person band. Um, so, anyway, they were on the radio in 2009. I got really into them. I saw them live at a, radio, a local radio station, the Alternative Station, put on this big like festival and that was when I famously met the All American Rejects and I met the Airborne Toxic event and they were the nicest people of all time. I have a signed poster by them that was on my the, my bedroom door for 10 years, give or take. And um, I really love them. I love the male lead's voice. I love Anna, the female voice on it. Mm-hmm. Um, all of their songs just feel really full and have like the full spectrum of human emotion. And when we were talking about this episode, we wanted to do some spooky stuff. We were also thinking like general kind of autumnal vibes. And so I thought this song was perfect because it's really heart wrenchingly beautiful. Like so many of his like slow songs make my heart bleed, but I love it. And it's so graveyard near the house. It's inherently kind of goth. It's inherently about death. The larger narrative of the song is that, you know, like, I love you so much and we're going to, like, decompose together and it's going to be so romantic. (laughs) So emotional. And I'll, like, come visit your grave and, you know. Um, So, you know, gets my little emo ass heart going. And it's just pretty and it's, like, it's something you could cuddle to. It's something you could cry in the shower to. It's all my favorite things in a slower song. And this band is just really wonderful and I was waiting for the right time to bring them onto the pod. And this felt right. I so, think so my other songs are way different energy, more directly spooky, but I thought this was a nice bridging of the gap of, you know, autumnal cuddly and kind of goth. There's also just like so much emotion to it. It's such a full yeah. song and it's a five minute song, but it doesn't feel, at least to me, it doesn't feel really long. You, you're like with them the whole time and it ends and you're like, hmm. you know? But I, sorry, I digress. Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts? No, I agree. I really like it. I like, I, well, I'm, I'm a sucker for any bands that use a lot of live instrumentation and like mm-hmm. play their own instruments. Yeah. And not, not to shade anybody who doesn't. Like, I don't think that that should be like but a It's definitely bar. a valid preference. Yeah. It's just nice. They're so good live. I bet. Yeah. I've um, seen them live a couple times and they're fantastic and literally loaned my 2011 tour t-shirt to my girlfriend. I'm like, cute. But I'm going to want it back because <laughs> I love this band. But also, she can wear it as long as she wants. But it's they're just great. Yeah, I like it. I think it, it gives that kind of... Because, um, you know, autumn, I guess if we're like kind of looking at like the year autumn is tends to be like right before that death or mm-hmm. uh, of just like the natural life cycle dead leaves baby yeah and it's but it's not like a, i don't think it needs to be like sad no. necessarily or like really like desperate it's just it's that kind of like things are changing things are maybe ending but you're still going to be in the fabric of of 
you know, of my, even because, you know, winter is, is more like we could be looked at more of like a hibernation and fall is like the preparation Mm -hmm. for, you know, a a time of, of quiet and, and relaxation. So I think that this is a really nice kind of like, yeah, it feels like a nice hug. I like his voice. I I think Mm -hmm. I like her voice. I think they do well with how they include a lot of the different instruments, like her viola playing or violin, whichever string instruments that she plays in that specific song, like is a nice, easy kind of, um, does like really harmonize as well with the guitars and the other, like the little bit of piano at the end is kind of nice to just like add in like some different, um, musical sounds. So they're really great. I like that. I definitely would listen to them. I highly recommend And they actually, I kind of fell out of touch with their music in college. So I didn't realize they have two full ass albums. I haven't really dove into oh, yet there we go. so i'm really excited to do that because i have their first three albums on cd played them on a loop in my nice. car they have some of the most heart-wrenchingly beautiful songs some just like sassy songs there's a great song about this girl moving to la for the first time like getting off the bus and it's mm. a big energy <laughs> um yeah highly recommend the airborne toxic event i'm not sure where they got their name but there's an iconic moment in Buffy where, like, some principal or some teacher is talking shit about one of the students, and he says every time he talks, it's an airborne toxic event. And I like to think <laughs> that's where they got their name because it's so specific. It. But I truly don't know. It might be a hilarious coincidence. But anyway, so another spooky season tie in Buffy. Buffy, I can hope so. Yeah. Honestly. Bye, 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 bye. All this dogged innocence. I can't pretend that I tell you what is going to happen next or how to be but you have no idea about me you have no idea about me do you great (laughs) um all right so this is my second pick we're kind of going into the autumn vibes with me as well so we'll stay there for a minute so this is autumn shade by The Vines. Ooh, R.I.P. <laughs> Just kidding, So this is off of their first album. Yes, their first, or their first like real studio album called Highly Evolved. Uh, It came out in 2001, Mm. um, one, two-ish. So the same, basically the same year that Mike Kem came out with their first album. So very different vibes, but. Very different vibes. Very indicative of the time. Yes. Um, So this is uh, is actually an Australian band. This might be one of our first Australian bands. they formed in the early 90s so they've been around for a while uh but they flew out to la in 2001 to record this album and um i found this song actually today uh looking through kind of some lists of and subreddits about just like what are some good like really kind of cozy more more like cozy autumnal songs and this one came up and i like it was it was on the nose was perfect for today but i actually really like i ended up really liking it um it's very it's short it's only two minutes and 17 seconds and there's just two stanzas of lyrics so i'll read those Mm because it's really short um it's slip into the autumn shade i could sleep for days but i like the sun when i can hear another sound it's a long way down to heat my head up who am i to be this way dreaming so insane but i like the sun when fallen through another plane, never one the same, keep my head up. So it's, I think it like kind of tags into the song that you just played um, by the Airborne Toxic event where it's like, we get that kind of autumn, um, 
slower autumn mm-hmm. vibe like this things are unwinding death and rebirth yes. and all that exactly and that autumn mm-hmm. sh- like i think i like the idea of the autumn shade that's like you know in the summer the shade is really welcome because the sun is so unbearable but in the autumn the shade is actually you know it's cooler you don't really necessarily want to be there but it's like it can still be kind of a relief and um so i i like the the image also the musically this sounds like the song that you like kind of come down to after you've done like your big like summer LSD trip. Ooh. Um, so like it's definitely like a wild can't relate, day. but <laughs> exactly like I have no. I'm just hypothetically. Like, yeah, and and where you just took E like the night before, like yeah. you're on ecstasy all night, and then you're like, oh, I'm dehydrated. I need a nap. Right. Exactly. You're just like <laughs> I just want to kind of chill out and like again can't relate. I'm can't just, relate. Yeah. Exactly. Don't worry, mom. Um, I've seen the promo for Euphoria. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's a great, I mean, I think the, the use of the electric guitar, the distortion at the end Mm -hmm. Rachel pulled out is really, it is really interesting. And it's like, it kind of does feel like we're going to start to get some, some more conflict like happening in this Mm -hmm. narrative of like, I'm going to keep my head up. I just like, I'm going to keep going. I really love when the sun comes out, you know, but like things are changing, things are ending, mm-hmm. and here's this distortion, like, what's coming up next, yeah. like, how this winter is going to go, so, uh, yeah, what are your thoughts? Loved it. I totally agree. I mean, we kind of, I kind of talked it out as I was listening to it, but love that ending distortion, feels theremin-ish, which is inherently spooky yeah. to me, but I love a theremin, I listen to a theremin year-round. Um, yeah, it's amazing how short it is in the grand yeah. scheme. It doesn't feel super duper like Flash in the Pan short yeah. like a punk song would, but it is pretty quick and it does, it's seriously just like a very meandering kind of poem that just like, mm, yes, we're all sleepy and yeah. a little stoned residually yeah. and we're just lying around and this is the feeling of the poetry. And that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. Um, that's so, ooh. Mm. Yeah. It's like chef's kiss level, like, <laughs> like autumnal. Yeah. You're going to get a little stony. You're like, yeah. Doing a hits. You're just going to totally. kind of like heat up some cider. Mm. Smoke a J on your front porch. Well, like mold wine. Yeah. Watch ooh. the fall leaves. Mold wine. A little bit of yesterday's like packed bowl that got left yeah. over. And you're like, I'm not packing a new one. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. I can like <laughs> smell the incense a little bit. And it's like a whole thing. Ow. <laughs> Excuse. Stop. Edie disagrees. <laughs> Edie's ready to like go fight. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Edie is the beloved mascot of our pod. She's Zoe's sweet angel daughter who happens to be a kitten. <laughs> and who also happens to be a nightmare right now with her claws. Low key. Oh, but she's spooky. Nightmare spooky. Spooky nightmare season. Spooky. <laughs> Are we ready? We are. I'm going to shift gears in a big way. Excellent. Uh, we're going to get a little sassy. We're going to get a little more emo. We're going to lean into these death energy vibes. Because you know I love a good cemetery. You know I love a good <laughs> musical about death. Love me cancerously. Like a salt sore soaked in the sea High maintenance means you're a gluttonous queen Narcissistic and mean This is Love Me Dead by Ludo Soften her body. 
I love Ludo. In the kind of the same vein of what I was talking about with My Chemical Romance. Um, part of why my mom loves them as well. She Gina. <laughs> ultimate friend of the pod. Gina. Um, it's so theatrical. Ludo feels like one step removed from like a full on Broadway musical. Yeah. Um, this whole album, You're Awful, I Love You, has a bunch of weird, deathy kind of related songs. Um, I'm going to jump the gun here and say two honorable mentions would be like Poncha Train. Yes. And The Horror of Our Love. Yes. I almost did The Horror of Our Love. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a little much yeah. for the pod right now. It's basically like a love song from the perspective of like basically Hannibal Lecter. It's shady. Uh, but this is like, ooh, ooh, it's on my playlists. Um, I love them. I love the enunciation. I love a bold male vocal. Always have. Say anything's my favorite band of all time. So, you know, we love that kind of energy. And Love Me Dead is just so wild because it's really dark. There's a lot of insane imagery. The lyrics are so impressive and you don't miss a word. You know exactly what he's saying. It's so dark. Yeah. But it's in this package of like this catchy, pithy, tap your toe kind of. They almost like fool you into like being as dark as they are. Uh, you're a parasitic, psycho, filthy creature, finger banging my heart <laughs> is one of many lyrics. a lyric. So that's like my go-to for most things. I just love putting on that song. It's a bop. It wakes you up. Anytime anything's remotely spooky, I like throw that on to stuff. I'm so glad you picked Ludo. I have not thought about Ludo since I was in high school because they I've came. I've been actively yeah. listening to them this whole but time. They're so <laughs> great. They're so great. They used to come to my hometown a lot and they actually toured i feel like they toured with haha tonka a lot too Mm. or at least like maybe that tour just came through a couple times but they are great i had friends who adored them who were really really into them in high school i i always liked them um i really wish that they had like found more major success because i i agree with you like they have just as much like lyrical um intelligence as other bands of mm-hmm. the area they have if the, not more so to if be not honestly yeah honestly they always felt a little more mature to me like a little bit of a step up from yes. like the my chem they're like a little bit more elevated in terms of like really clear well, so, <laughs> really yeah. distinct lyrics I, I whereas think, i think my chem's more narrative and vibey right. they're more like we're gonna write some poetry and make it fucks you up kinda, yeah where you have to like you and it's very tongue-in-cheek it. yes and they, they also feel like children of the kind of rockabilly 90s resurgence, which mm-hmm. is a part of why I think they feel a little more mature, a little older. Yeah. So they didn't really have like a key demo to hit. They weren't like huge with the teen girls, but they weren't not. Right. They did. I think they did at least one work tour, um, but they were kind of in between. Yeah. They were multi-genre, which is part of their appeal to me yeah. and why I've been listening to this album nonstop since 2009. But sorry, continue. I, no, I, I think one of the things that, really like you were saying their their lyrics you can really I, I think they do a really nice job of honestly just balancing out the band with the singer mm-hmm. so that on those verses they make sure that the singer and it's been a minute since I've seen them live so but I think even live but definitely even recorded you know they really balance that they mix the band a little lower so that you can hear you can mm-hmm. really hear the singer because they've obviously taken great care in those lyrics yes and I think it's important and, and again shows that sign of maturity um, it really shows a sign, that sign of maturity, that they, mm-hmm. you know, they're spending this much care on their songs, and they're really putting that into the recording of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, like, how loud can we all turn up at once? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's great. It's it's. I like the tongue-in-cheek. It reminds me a little bit of, like, I think I feel like Max Bemis and, and Ludo yeah, would have been, exactly. like, Exactly, that's really what I'm saying. Say Anything is my favorite band. Yeah. Totally makes sense. I love a bold male vocal. Yeah. I love hyper descriptive borderline pretentious lyrics right it's like nomad eastern european roots kind of like you feel like they're caravanning from show to show exactly and it has kind of that extra like uh, like if there was an accordion or like if there was i would like if like a subtle accordion just once or twice i'd be like yes i could see this Mm -hmm. anyway i uh I think it's great. I think it was a great addition, and I yes. am going to go back and listen to more Ludo again. Uh, they that whole album, Ludo. especially for yeah. October. The Horror of Our Love, the opening line is, I'm a killer. And the whole song is like a serial killer's perspective of this woman he's in love with, and he wants to wear her skin. And you're like, but I'm in, baby. Because the <laughs> song is so compelling, and you got to know. Exactly. And, I, and again, it goes back to that, like, I think one of the 
kind of genius parts of pop punk and emo was that you can write these songs where like on paper they look like really really dark yeah but then you listen you to package them. it in a way yeah mm-hmm. where it's like they're they're it ends up being way more tongue-in-cheek and mm-hmm. also just like more upbeat there's and, a level of self-awareness to it yeah. too i think a lot of the bands of like my parents era a lot of bands of like the 70s were doing everything at face value and taking themselves really seriously yeah and then you have this harsh change in the 80s of like all of a sudden all these bands are like hyper aware of who they are and packaging it and being in on the jet and then you come to like our generation and it's a little bit of both yes yeah exactly which i love exactly it's a little bit of everything and especially ludo there's like big band energy there's like rockabilly energy there's a little bit of ska energy because the instrumentation and yet there's this big theatrical and i feel like dream collab would be the Gogol Bordello guy. Yes. Max exactly. Bemis and the lead singer of Ludo. I agree. I would love That's, that. Yeah, I feel like all three of them could come to like a really... I would love that. They should just collab on an opera, like a rock exactly. opera. Exactly. I feel that. Oh, that's the musical in my heart. Okay, your turn. All right, this is my last pick, um, and I went full on. Uh, yes, spooky Halloween verbs. Hit me with it. Right. It was cold and rainy on that day that I left her there. She was the love of my life. It tore me apart. Some say that nothing lasts forever. She came back to prove them wrong and to tear me apart one more time. So this is Zombie Girl by Misfits. the most that motherfucker has ever enunciated. I know, I know. She's like, he like, sounds so familiar, but I'm used to their songs sounding like, like trash, uh, like sounding like they were recorded uh, in a trash can. Yeah, exactly. Wow. He has a great voice. He does. Well, uh, okay, I'm not a toy friend. I'm so sorry. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> Misfits... I'm like I don't think we've played a Misfits song yet. No, they haven't come up yet. Which is kind of wild because they are like such a staple of early Warped. Yeah. Um, and just of the well, it's such a staple of punk. Yes. At all. Yes. Especially that weird goth punk kind of hybrid. Yeah. Susie and the Banshees, the Misfits, kind of paving the way for all the, you know, guyliner wares of the early two thousands. Yes, exactly. They, like, if you look back on their discography, like it's almost it's just it's their logo is a skull as a skull face yeah. like that kind of like half smiling skull and um it's I, it there's such a vibe yeah um so i picked this zombie girl it came out in 2015 honestly i could have picked i mean just like yeah so they're borderline so a monster mash band they have a cover of monster mash only almost yeah. picked it and i was like oh, i'll pick something that they're they borderline like. a monster mash band like full genre yes like playing house parties yes yeah like, that is their mo so i definitely had to throw them in here of course like uh it's they also have a song um from the same year and the art is very similar to this where it's it's vampire girl instead of zombie girl mm-hmm. um but i picked zombie girl because i had already done vampires so i was like well I'll give us love that this. 
Um, but it has the same, very much the same kind of vibe of, uh, it's very literal of, um, that this guy is in love with a, a zombie girl. Yeah. And I take a bite out of me, take a bite out of me. Yeah, exactly. I feel a chill when you hold me, my zombie girl. Um, I think my favorite lyric in this is some say that love is blind. So say, some say that love is a disease. Cause that's like kind of the zombie thing of like, yep. are they just disease? Um, but yeah, the misfits are, I, <laughs> they just like really ran with the, mm-hmm. the monster mash and yeah. this aesthetic. They are on like so many Halloween mixes. It's insane. Yeah. My mix has died, die my darling on it, which is Yes. Probably my favorite Misfits song yes, for sure. Exactly. Um, I th- it, musically, I agree. Musically, like, and I think because this came out later, like, it only came out four years ago, that somebody has finally been like, "Hey, bro, bro, you need to, you need to like use your words. You want to use a real microphone yeah. and <laughs> yeah, enunciate." They finally like because I don't even know because he cash. partially mumbles a little in his early stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. There's like that kind of '80s like growly like Sex Pistols energy. Yes. But also, it sounds like it was recorded at the bottom of a trash can. <laughs> yeah. Like, Die, Die, My Darling sounds like any version of Die, Die, My Darling feels like you ripped it from YouTube to MP3. Yes. Any version of it. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Even the original. They were so like, it's deli- I'm like, this is so familiar, but this is too well produced to be anyone yeah. I know. <laughs> it is. It's current like, misfits. Who knew? Cramp. And God bless them. They've been around so long. Exactly. And I feel like it's like, I think it's good that they're finally like, Okay, like, yeah. we'll like level up our production value. And they know who they are. Yeah. They haven't rebranded. They're going with the same vibe. They love it if so they broke, don't fix much. it. There's the yes. mainstay. They're they are like the soundtrack to uh like Goosebumps books in my yeah. mind. You know? Like it makes I wanna like I wanna listen to a bunch of misfits while I'm painting my nails black. Yeah. While I'm putting shit up on my bedroom walls to make collages. Yes. And then I'm going to be in the movie screen. And like, while I'm yeah. like carving shit into my Converse sneakers. <laughs> and then also I want to like go hang out at a graveyard and yeah. take pictures for MySpace. And right. then watch like any George Romero movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All of that. So my whole youth. That's literally yeah. me from like 12 to 24. Exactly. I will <sighs> say the one musical thing about this song that I find really interesting is that I'm, I'm pretty sure and I... Would I would probably need to like actually look at what chords they use, but it almost sounds like their um, verses like in a in a minor key, and then they go into the dominant major, which is not like a revolutionary thing musically, but it's actually kind of nice because I feel like you could slow this song, you could you could slow the song down just slightly and give it more of like a pop tempo as opposed mm-hmm. to a punk tempo, and if you had somebody really singing through this, you could almost make this like. Kind of like a like a high like a like a high school like love bop of yeah. just like my zombie girl you know just yeah. like cute and I think that's kind yeah of funny. Exactly. tell you something yeah it's exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. um so I don't know why but that just like kind of makes me giggle about you know like they're the misfits like they're they see you know they they're on paper like could look like really dark and but like mm-hmm. they got some they got some fun they're I love it. They're a good time. Like They've you always said. been fun. Yeah, they know who they are. They're the epitome of, like, hot topic. Yes. Truly. Yes. As an extended metaphor, like, all your moms were afraid of the kids who listen yeah. to the Misfits. Yeah. And then you listen to them and you're like, they're not death metal. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're pretty wholesome yeah. overall. Yeah. And it's, like, hot topic. Like, my mom was the one cool mom in the neighborhood where all the moms like, you go in there. Oh my yeah, God. right. And she's like, the employees are really nice. Yeah, exactly. And also been around for fucking ever. That's yes. the Misfits, yeah. dude. The Misfits are yeah. hot topic. <laughs> yeah, for real. So what yeah. a treat. That's my, that was my final. Right. Hell yeah. Take a bite of me. To close this out, we're going to rage a little. We're going to get a little feminine energy up in this bitch. And uh, 
I was torn between a couple of different things. I'd like to honorable mention just an entire band, which is Horror Pops. Ooh. Highly recommend Horror Pops. They played Warped Tour. I was introduced to them courtesy of the 2008 Warped Tour compilation. Oh, okay. They have a kick-ass song called Thelma and Louise. Oh, nice. Um, okay. But highly recommend them in general. I love them, and their songs fit so well. I literally couldn't pick one, so I picked a totally different band led by a woman instead. <laughs> Demons by Sleigh Bells. labels i followed them for a couple years uh you might know infinity guitars yeah. or riot rhythm or both those are two of their bigger songs i know infinity guitars was on the girls season one soundtrack nice <laughs> Which that, say what you will about the show that soundtrack slaps dude. yeah especially the season one soundtrack really good but anyway um i love Sleighbells. i saw them live when i first moved to la uh they were amazing lead singer is a woman what i love so much is they have this heavy, heavy distortion in pretty much all of their songs. And her voice comes in like so clean and feminine and different and they complement each other so well. It's not like a one note band. They're never one note mm. songs. Yeah. There's this grit to it, but also this like delicacy to it. And I love that. Um, and the distortion just feels spooky and angry and Halloween-y to me. So Demons was the natural pick for me. And also the lyrics, burn the orphanage, when I die, hang me high, string them up six by six by six. Like there's so many cool, goth, deathy, coveny kind of images. Yeah. Images, and um, it just is a perfect pick. I've I've put it on my spooky playlists for yes. a couple of years now. It's it slaps, and a lot of their music would fit the bill for this. I think you should listen to them in general. It's not all spooky, but really good crown on the ground is a great song i think you'll really like it slaps really hard um i have them on my angry playlists i have them on my spooky playlists i have them on my just like rocking playlists they fit the bill for whatever you want but demons especially feels like a great it's a halloween song without being you know a halloween song like right. a cheese ball <laughs> kind of thing i like to round out you know the for every like Purple Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for every, like, Beetlejuice song, every, like, Nightmare Before Christmas song, I round it out with, like, yes. rock and roll that's kind of goth. And this is the epitome of that. And I wanted to get some feminine energy up here, of course. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts? I love it. I to instantly could see, like, myself and, like, my girl gang. Like, mm -hmm. like that montage of... You want to wear leather and carry that. Yes! Exactly! Like, I'm gonna go fuck some shit up and this is gonna be my song to do it. But it's like, I'm gonna go fuck some shit up against, like, some ghosts or zombies yeah. or vampires. Yeah. Or, like, this is the pump-up song to go just, like, slay some supernatural. Mm -hmm. um, and I love it. I think it's great. I agree. The distortion is used really well and it... it and smart. It's used very smart. It's not mm -hmm. just like... It's not just there to be there. Yeah. He's not just cranking the pedal once and letting it ride. Right. Exactly. He's really bringing it in like when it should be. Uh, I like her voice that it's... It's like kind of the, a finesse like uh, Riot girl where it's like she's mm -hmm. not just straight up screaming. Like she's still like in control of it. Exactly. She's kind of making it that like pop sound-ish. Yeah. And it's borderline pretty. It's pretty. It is. It actually kind of She is. harmonizes yeah. with herself. So like yeah. the... Da -da 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 is like pretty and sing-songy but also kind of creepy it is which is great yeah it is it's very much does that a lot on a lot of their songs yeah i agree it's very much just like you're not you do not want yeah. to like get in an alley and i think this album is called reign of terror i think this is that album 
It's got the white shoes on it with yes. blood on it. Is it called Reign of Terror? It's called something horror-y. Yes, Reign of Terror. Yeah. Yeah. So it also fits the bill. Exactly. <laughs> some thank you representation yeah um this was great i'm definitely gonna listen to them i love all the like new stuff like well not new stuff but like stuff we haven't heard yet on the pod so like tonight we like ludo finally you always bring dope songs i've never heard and then you know most of the shit i pick no (laughs) i'm excited i'm like i have two things you'll really like that you'll listen to all the time um this is great yeah Awesome. So I have a, I just have a couple of honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. First of all, <laughs> so besides Green Day, I almost trolled us all with, uh, with all of the pop by pop pop punk bands uh, went and did <laughs> the Nightmare Before Christmas. Dude, that's literally my honorable mention. I know. <laughs> so Fall Out Boy did What's This? The best. That's one. not on the official Nightmare Revisited though. That was a B side. Ah, uh, fair. Yes, you're right. You're right. But which I do. Adore. It's hard to find on Spotify. That's why I note that. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say probably my favorite is "This Is Halloween" by Panic. Is also a B side. Yeah, Marilyn Manson's on the main album. That's true. Yeah, exactly. He was my honorable mention. Yeah, <laughs> Mar- yeah. I feel like Marilyn Manson just like in general. The Marilyn Manson cover of "This Is Halloween" is Halloween. Like yes. it, I didn't pick it because it felt too Which on the nose for me. Because that his version yeah. of it especially is literally that. It's yeah. the perfect Halloween song of yes. all time. Yes, I agree. But the Panic version is great as well. Yes. For sure. Um, so so those. <laughs> I just feel like if you're going to go like full on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, I really only have two other kind of autumnal um, kind of cozy songs. One of them is Summer Skin by Death Cab for Cutie off mm. of their Plans album. And the reason I really like this is because for me it's that transition song from summer to fall. Mm-hmm. Literally the song is about... Um, like after Labor Day, like we'll peel off our summer skin. So it's like all the sunburns you've had and like your skin is peeling and you like have new skin, which again, I think really symbolizes Exactly. Like we're very much getting into that time of the year Mm -hmm. where like it's changed. It's the time of the year change. Today is actually the Jewish holiday of the new year or part of that. So, you know. Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. So uh, that was one of mine. Mm -hmm. Plus I love Death Cab. I think Death Cab and especially Plans, that album has a very fall. Even just the album art. Yes. That red tree kind of. Yeah. It's like a foresty. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Plans in general, Death Cab, Mm -hmm. but definitely Summer Skin. Um, and then October Nights by Yellow Card off of their Ooh. album, One for the Kids. I can't believe you picked Yellow Card and not me. I know. I love Yellow I, Card. I do like Yellow Card. I love a fiddle. I, you know what? They, they, they're going to come in sometimes. I'm like, I, I don't, I like this. Um, I picked October Nights as a runner up because, you know, October Nights, I mean, it's very fall. Mm-hmm. It's more of, I think, like kind of a love song of just like being with that person. Beginning of cuffing season. Um, True that. <laughs> so... If you're looking for some, like, love songs um, to get you into fall, it could be one. Um, it's pretty standard pop-punk fare. The fiddle does come in, and it's nice. You know, it sounds mm-hmm. like Yellow Card. I, yeah. Honestly, yellow Card of, never sounds like anything other than Yellow Card. Yeah, exactly. Like, they, they found their brand, and they're sticking mm-hmm. with it. So those are my... Yeah. Oh, and I will say, actually, my last one that I always forget is um, Halloween by uh, AFI. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah. Which I you can't almost, understand a word he fucking says, but... I was going to dip into AFI, and do you remember Aiden? I was going to yes. dip into Aiden. Shit, I do And I was like, Aiden. I don't have enough time, turnaround-wise. So we'll have to do a big goth episode one yes. day, like a full-ass emo yes. goth like vampire episode. Yes. Because AFI and Aiden definitely fit the bill for what we're doing. Yes. But my honorable mentions, I mean, I kind of blew my load. I mentioned a couple honorable mentions as we went, but I definitely recommend The Horror of Our Love by Ludo. It's nice. creepy and weird, but kind of beautiful, but so grody. Yeah. Love it. Um, my pick from Nightmare Revisited, other than the Marilyn Manson, is actually Jack's Lament by the All Rejects. Nice. Tyson yeah. Ritter is like a non-problematic 
new millennial Danny Elfman for me. And mm, I dreamt yeah. of them doing a Broadway musical of Nightmare and having Tyson do it would be, he would be perfection. Perfect. He would be perfect. He's so charismatic. It's not too late. We can do this. We can do this. His cheekbones only get sharper with time. Oh we my can God. do this. Oh my God. Please fund but our I always mention that one because Jack's Lament <laughs> isn't as on the nose Halloween-y. Right. But it is because it's I all about how he frightens people and he's so theatrical and yeah. he like rolls his R's in it and it's so fun. Yeah. Um, another one that's kind of peripheral. That's might be... That might be my favorite song. It's great. Besides, what what's this? Like, mm-hmm. that might be my favorite there song. There are few who deny it. What I uh, do, I am and the it's best. And it's one of the, it's because it's a walking song. I yeah. think too. Like, the, like the contemplative walking mm-hmm. is such a fall. It's thing a monologue. Too. Yes. Yeah. So good. Um, and another one that's kind of peripheral on the cusp, not quite pop punk, but alt alt enough, is "Tear You Apart" by She Wants Revenge. Nice. It's an inherently yes. super hot song. It's weird. Oh, Gaga so loves this band so much so that she requested they use this song in American Horror Story Hotel. Yes. So Lady Gaga plays a vampire in that season, and she and Matt Bomber have a blood orgy to this song, and oh, it's iconic. It's amazing. Uh, highly recommend you watch that scene. You don't necessarily have to watch the whole pilot, uh, but that scene Do yourself is favor great. Watch that scene. I've shown it to many people at many a party. <laughs> um, it's just a sexy, weird... But the song Throaty, is a bloody choice. song. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing is like, I want to hold you close, skin pressed against me tight. And then it's like, I want to fucking tear you apart. And it like takes a turn and you're like, ooh, am I in the... Yeah. Um, and I always Spoiler. kind of peripherally throw that on the sword of the day. <laughs> I always kind of throw that on spooky mixes, partially because of the Gaga vampire connection. And also yeah. it just feels spooky and weird, even yeah. though it's kind of a year-round sexy jam. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think that's about it. Another kind of autumnal winding down song was Ghost of a Good Thing by Dashboard Confession. I was like, Ghost is in the name. This is perfect. Because they, (laughs) A Mark, A Mission, A Brand, A Scar is the album by them that I know the most. Um, And that whole album to me is like, that and then they have a whole other album called Dusk and Summer. But they're, Dashboard (laughs) Confessional as a band are the epitome of sunset it's now super fucking cold at the beach (laughs) summer's over we risked it we wore hoodies all day and we're cold (laughs) as shit but we didn't bring bonfire shit it's that like cusp of seasons changing and it's that like wistful drive home kind of vibe like Like it is a dashboard confessional like you feel like you're road tripping and bearing your soul to someone and it's very cheese ball but it works and goes to a good things kind of it's super sad and it's pretty and it's stupid and it's cute and it's cheesy and i love it and that was one i thought of and like or i could pick an actually fantastic song that holds up i love ghost of a good thing but the graveyard near the house is like a perfect song on its own yeah and it just so happens to fit our whole vibe here so that's you're, it. You're gonna pick Scottanic by Real Big Fish. No, <laughs> I'm saving that one for epic love stories. 2020. <laughs> I kid, I kid. God, I think we went a full episode without any yeah. kind of ska. Wow, is this like a turning point for us? I would like to dedicate this episode to Danny Steinberg, our number one fan, uh, friend of the pod. Welcome to LA, Danny. The greatest friend of the pod. She is local. Perhaps she will be a guest. Who is to Ooh. say? But this episode is dedicated to her. Uh, we will be spending spooky season together. Thrilling. Electrifying. Um, also, we're back on the socials. It's been yeah. a minute, but we're still on Instagram. We're still on Facebook. We're still on MySpace. Yes. Our Twitter is the most active because I fall down a hole and I retweet shit that I think is funny all Excellent. the time on our account. Highly recommend you follow us. We're at a warped to remember on pretty much everything. On Twitter, we are at warped number two remember you'll find us it's not hard we're not <laughs> our name's unique enough yeah um please follow us f- hit us up let us know what you think let us know if there's any spooky picks you recommend yeah and we'll see you soon we're gonna be back at it we're gonna get back to the to the good stuff as they say yeah. we're coming in next with our favorite songs of 2000 to get us ready for the history of 2000 taking us into the new millennia Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be a really good we got a little angsty app brewing as well i won't say what the theme is but we got some good it's i would i would argue it's the opposite of love it's the opposite of valentine's yeah 
Let's see what, what I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just see with that. We'll just see mm-hmm. Get a little angsty, get a little sad, get a little, uh, little sexy mad. Yeah. A little, little angry sex. Well, when you thirst, you know, post some thirst traps, just like. Out of spite. Yeah. Get you know, a little petty. A little, little spiteful. That's coming up as well. We're yeah, very exactly. excited. <laughs> we feel renewed. And we're excited to hear from y'all and be back in the saddle. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to to Remember. Bye. There's no such thing as Frankenstein's Frankenstein's There's no plural of Frankenstein Men Men becoming wolves Werewolf puppies for Kooky hairy Boys becoming men Men becoming wolves I don't want this I don't like this This is scary Turn it into werewolves and stuff I got excited when I saw a poodle on the streets the other day Those are my vocal warm-ups. Personal cheesecake. Got a little personal cheesecake. Look in my fridge. <laughs> I don't have space for this. Come get your fucking cheesecake, Ginger. <laughs> All right.